Hey there, this is Dennis Anyone with Dennis Hensley. It's a podcast about making things up and making things happen. Happy holidays. This is my last episode of the year. And to do it with a lot of holiday spirit, I invited one of my favorite people, a good friend of mine, and one of my first podcast guests way back in 2014, Tom Goss, to do a listening party for his brand new holiday EP, which features four songs, and I love every one of these holiday songs. They're all different. They're all full of imagination. Some are pretty. Some are sassy. It's it's all over the map, and we're going to do a little listening party uh, playing a little bit of each of these four tracks and talking about, about them and what went into them, and then we're going to play a round of You Don't Know My Life with Tom and some of his collaborators on the project. So the four songs on the EP are Santa Slay, Put That Ass in Christmas, Sassy Santa, and Ho Ho Homo. Um, So that'll give you an idea of what we're talking about, how fun they are. Apart from Tom, we have some of his collaborators joining us for the listening party. They're also going to play the game. We've got Benjamin Cole, who is on the song Sassy Santa. He's the co-writer. He did mixing and mastering and additional instrumentation. Uh, Multi-talented guy. He's going to be joining us. Keith Lawrence is taking part as well. He is featured on the song Put That Ass in Christmas. He's the co-writer, and he does a feature in the second verse, which is very sassy. Uh, DeRoche is also joining us. Liz DeRoche is a good friend of Tom's. I've, I've had the pleasure of meeting and seeing perform a number of times. She is a vocalist and does the vocal arrangement on the song Ho Ho Homo. So um, those are some of the musical talents that are going to be part of this along with Tom. We also brought in Tom's muse and husband, Mike Briggs, a friend of mine as well, because the game is more fun when there's a few more people to guess about. So that's what you're going to be hearing, and uh, it's going to be a really fun listening party. But before we get to that, I want to thank everyone who has become a subscriber to DNR Studios. If you do that, you get my podcast a couple days early. You also get a lot of other great shows. And if you say that I'm the show you listen to most, I get a little bit of money, which is nice, and I always appreciate that. And a few people have asked if they want to support the show, but they don't want to become a subscriber. They have enough subscriptions in their life. Uh, there is a way to do that. You can go to uh, DennisAnyone.net, and there's a menu on the far right. If you go all the way down to the bottom, you could donate to my virtual tip jar. If you feel like doing that at the end of the year, it's always nice. Helps covers the expenses that come with doing the podcast. All right, so we got the business out of the way. Here now is the Tom Goss listening party for his Christmas EP, Big Fat Gay Ass Christmas. All right, welcome to the Tom Goss Holiday Listening Party. Tom Goss is my friend. Hi, Tom. Hey, what's up, Dennis? Nice shirt. Oh, thank you. I've got my Tom Goss shirt on. I wear it whenever I'm around you, but I also wear it all the time. It's wearing out. It's one of my favorite shirts. Tom Goss is a singer-songwriter. He's a good friend and an inspiration and one of my favorite uh, music artists because he's always doing fun stuff, but it's got meaning. It's fun. It's got heart. I love it. And now you have a Christmas uh, EP. Four Christmas right. songs, and I have to say, it's the horniest Christmas album I've ever heard, and it's only four <laughs> songs. It is so, so horny that um, you needed more people to, to make horniness with you, and we've got a lot of them on the, on the call because we're going to do a listening party. We've got your That's collaborators, right. Benjamin Cole is here. Hi, Benjamin. Hello. And you're in Mexico, Hello. right? Yes, I'm in Guadalajara, Mexico. I love that. I love it. We're international. <laughs> Liz DeRoche, you're here. You work with Tom a fair amount because I've seen you in concert with him. You guys are like um, a dynamic duo together, right? Uh, uh, 100%. Yeah, I, I love making horny with Tom. You guys are so <laughs> horny together. Um, yeah, and you, you've toured together and you collaborate on this album. Now, I'm going to ask a little serious question. 
What is it that makes you two click so well, you and Liz, Tom? Well, Liz is, uh, she's my hot platonic wife. Yeah. Um, and I don't know, like, I just love hanging out with Liz more than anybody. Sometimes, sometimes I like hanging out with my husband too, but I just love hanging out with Liz and I feel like we laugh so much and I really respect her brain, especially her musical brain. Like I, I, the things that she, her ideas are always like, Oh, that's so cool. Whatever she touches, she kind of makes, she kind of makes into gold. So I, I, I don't know. I, I love her and I see her for who she is. And I really, I really vibe with that. I love it. Liz, how do, why does it click so well for you with Tom? I keep, I keep trying to get him to look at my boobs, but he just keeps looking at my brain. So I know. Isn't that the worst? You're, man, you're like, man. my boobs are down here. My boobs are my down boobs. here. Hey, eyes down here, man. <laughs> but you guys do share a sense of humor and you make beautiful music together, but I saw your show and you guys were cracking up doing silly things, but also then, you, you know, breaking your heart with these beautiful songs. So I love it. Also in the room and also on the album, it's Keith Lawrence from San Francisco. Hey, Keith. Howdy. How are you guys doing? I love it. I hey. met you a number of years ago, and I know that you're a great musician. And uh, how do you know Tom Goss? How did you get connected to all of this? How- I met Tom, actually, um, we met in Provincetown, Massachusetts yeah. during a bear week almost a decade ago. And Tom's always been the most amazing little weirdo. And um, <laughs> seriously, I was like, who is this guy? And why is it Bear Week? And then I was like, oh, that's why. Because he's right. hungry. Yeah, he's hungry. He's hungry. <laughs> yeah, Tom has a song called Bears. He loves bears. It's part of his, uh, it's part of his deal. And uh, it's established. It really is. Yeah. It's, it's official. He really, really does love bears. Yeah. All right, before we listen to some of these great songs, Tom, what was the overarching idea for wanting to make Christmas music? What, what made you want to do this project? You know, yeah, I was thinking about Christmas music, and I was thinking about Christmas generally, and I was thinking about how the holidays are such a joyful time for so many people, and we're inundated with this idea of, like, it's the most wonderful time of the year, and there's all this family that's going to love and embrace you, and everybody's going to have the best time, you're going to be filled with love, and I was just thinking about how that's not the case for so many people and um and especially queer people and our families look really different than most people and i don't know that that there's enough that is out there that's representing that and i was like hmm well maybe i should do that so i i just thought in my head like oh what if i had like a big fat gay ass christmas and as soon as i thought i was like oh yeah the album is my big fat gay ass christmas and then i got to work writing it and thinking about what wonderful people I wanted to uh, to write this with and do this with. I love that it comes from such a heartfelt place, but what really comes across is how fun it is. Like, there is all of this undercurrent of inclusion and belonging and sexuality, but it's, it's just a blast to listen to. Um, all right, so Tom, we're going to play the first song. This is Santa Slay. What do you want us to know before we listen to it? Oh, I'm excited about this track. It's it's a it's a dance track, and it's really chill and it's really sexy. And this was definitely the the one that was most out of my range. And so I was really excited to to write this song with Jay Castro, and then to get Roxy Wood to to sing the lead on it, and have Ryan Sater and Drake Johnson do do background vocals. And I think it came out great. It's really slick. It's really silky. It's really sexy. So hope you enjoy it. All right, let's take a listen. Christmas indeed. I've got a long night ahead of me, but uh, what you doing afterwards? Hmm? 
Let me show you that old school. Ride it up, ride it down to the North Pole. I'm as cool as an igloo, but you gotta keep it naughty if you want to. Sit down, my lap. All ice, no cap. Three L's, enter. Bet you didn't know Santa liked it unwrapped. Daddy in a sling with a big crew. Whole world, one night. Lean back, take flight. I'm hot, green light. If you want to get a present, better play nice. It took me right back to 90s club. It reminds me of like, mm-hmm. like I feel like RuPaul's about to burst onto the scene. <laughs> like it just has that vibe to it. What is your dream scenario for how people are experiencing this song? Do you want it in clubs? Uh, do you want fashion shows to it? Like people. Oh, voguing? that would be so fun. Yeah, yeah. You know what? That's interesting. I never thought of that. But yeah, I want, uh, I want a fashion show that's a bunch of like that's a super body positive and everybody's right. wearing christmas clothes and there's lots of um garland there's right. lots of uh, th- th- their genitalia is mostly just covered in garland and it's sure. very flow yeah i like that's it what I want. yeah now when you do these collaborations are you in person with people or are you doing it all virtually how does it work no, the only person I was in person with was was Liz in Florida. So I was I was home for like five days. I had this idea on a plane heading home between tour legs, and I looked at the 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 calendar and I was like, "Well, I have five days to write this, <laughs> so oh. I better get I better get cooking." And um and yeah, I just I just got into the studio and, and started thinking about people that I wanted to to work with and songs and sounds and and ideas and puns i was thinking about puns a lot yeah there's and, a lo- uh, there's a lot of fun wordplay on this on this ep so yeah, yeah. and actually the ne- the next track is is i just tweeted i i put a I put a I tweeted i tweeted um what are your famous favorite christmas puns right and one person wrote 
put put that ass in Christmas. And I just was laughing so much. I was like, oh, shit, that's my hip hop track right there. That's your hip hop uh, track. Yeah. And so it was all very it, it was all very like spur of the moment. What feels really good. And and you did it in five days. You pulled this group together, this Motley crew together, and and wrote these well, songs. Well, I, I did the demos in five days, and then I reached out to Benjamin, and I reached out to Keith, and I reached yeah. out to all these other people who then then starts the real hard work of songwriting, which is additional instrumentation and mixing and mastering. The the writing's the fun, easy part, and everything else is the the tedious, horrible part. To be honest with you. Right on. Well, it, it it all comes together. Let's listen to Put That Ass in Christmas. Here's a little bit of that. Put that ass in Christmas, put that ass in. Put that ass in Christmas, put that ass in. Put that ass in Christmas, put that ass in. Put that ass in Christmas, put that ass in. I'm putting that ass into Christmas, making holiday hoeing my business, spreading them legs and doing the stuffing. This Christmas story is touching. Ha! Don't want no leave it on my plate. Not sure about them gifts, man, but I eat. Santa got that hard package for his hungry cub. I got that big one, he don't make mistakes, he fucks it up. Ho, 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 put that gravy on my ham. Been a bad boy, but I'm a baddie with a plan. Putting that ass so far into Christmas, it's daddy fucking tan. Put that ass in Christmas, put that ass in. Put that ass in Christmas, put that ass in. Put that ass in Christmas, put that ass in. Put that ass in, Christmas, put that Yo. ass in. Yeah, 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 hold on, hold on, hold on. Got that fat ass on my list. I spell that T-H-T and fat F-H-A-T. Thick, hairy, tempting, or furry, hot and tasty booty. Don't matter furry or smooth, just ask Rudolph and his crew. I don't discriminate, just get the ass in my Christmas group. See, I'm a real simple guy, don't need no ribbon or twine. Just get that ass over here, ride my pony like genuine. I put my sass in that ass, my cheer in that big old rear. Just don't forget rule number one, get it all on my beard. I can see you, but you can't see me. You know why? Because I'm watching from behind. Put that ass in Christmas, put that ass in. Put that ass in Christmas, put that ass in. Put that ass in Christmas, put that ass in. Put that ass in Christmas, put that ass in. Put that ass in Christmas, put that ass in. Put that ass in Christmas, put that ass in. This song reminds me a little of Eminem. Like, what were your inspirations sonically for this hip-hop track? My inspiration was, I really want something that makes me want to shake my ass. Right. And so I was, so when I started, I used Splice a lot to make this record. And I was just kind of listening to different, to different um, ideas. And, and, I, and I heard this and I was like, oh, fuck, I want to, I want to drop my ass. Um all over so much space when I hear this. So, right. so, so yeah. So, so yeah, I got to writing and I just thought it was a, a hilarious, hilarious concept because, you know, Christmas is so wholesome right? and, 
but also Santa's got a fat ass yeah. and it's, it's very alluring. So why don't we talk about that a little bit as well? Right. Now, lyrically, <laughs> are, are you the ass that is being put in Christmas? Is it, the, are you singing to somebody and it's their ass or is it all of our collective ass? It's every, that ass. It's that ass, ass can be anyone's yeah. ass. Yeah. So it's like, I want you to put your ass in Christmas. I want to put my ass in Christmas. I want everybody's ass to be in Christmas. And that's just how it is. I mean, I want, I want people to be twerking around the Christmas yeah. tree. I want people to get a little <laughs> wild. Now, I made some notes before we started, and I, made, I wanted to make a point to ask you. You like bears. Everyone knows that you've written a song about it. Do you like Santa? Does Santa do it for you or not, not, not your kind of bear? Yeah. 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 I mean, I would say that Benjamin's very Santa-like and I have a huge crush on him. So <laughs> there it is. He's now he's yeah, putting on a Santa you. hat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, you, I mean, here's the thing. If you like bears and you exist in the world, pretty much every bear, once they turn 55, turns into Santa. So if you don't like Santa, you're going to have a problem. <laughs> yeah, exactly. you got to embrace it. you got to embrace it. You're going to sit on that yeah. lap. All right. Look how cute Benjamin is right now. Are you kidding me? Yes, it's all good. It makes it go All right. Okay. Tell us about the next song, Sassy Santa, which of all of these is the one that I get stuck in, in my head the most. That was the first track I wrote on the record, mostly because um, – I was like, oh, I want to write this record. And then I was like, oh, my God, I got to get Benjamin on this record because <laughs> he's, he's so cute and he's so smiling and he's so fun. And I felt like the vibe would be right. And he looks like Santa. So there were like all of these things. So, hey, I, hey, I, hey. <laughs> so I was like, how do we get him on the record? And I was like, okay, let's let's write a song that, that I think he'll vibe with. And um, yeah, so so went to work writing something that was dancey and funky and, and uh, I sent it off to him and he can speak for himself. Um, it seemed yeah. like he liked it because he decided to. Yeah, to, I, I, to I loved it. I, I heard the demo and I, and, I, and I thought, oh my God, this is a great song. No matter Christmas or whatever, I love the song. I played it to my, my husband, he's there working. And, and he was like, I want to remix that. So uh, it was like, we need to do this one. And I wrote to, to Tom and I said, can you let me do the music, please? Can I play piano and, and do some drums? Because I was listening to all the funk and all the, you know, all the sexy things there. And I loved uh, Tom's voice in this one. I know he, he, he has more range, but in this one, it's so beautiful, the, the voice work. It's so tight and, and you know... Uh, and, as, and as you say, it's a, an earworm. And, and I love that about this one because... Uh, when he told me this, I was sad I, I wasn't able to do something for this Christmas because many things happened this year. So it was an opportunity to give people, to give the guys again something fun to dance to, to, to listen to. And, you know, I'm like Tom. I, I, I hated Christmas until two years ago when I did a song because the community was asking for something for, for you know, we need to exercise this Christmas thing because it's killing us. So I think it's great that, that we as a community are doing these this songs, like bringing Christmas to our place because it's a way of, of uh, you know, uh, finding love in new places. And that's always wonderful. Merry Christmas, everyone! <laughs> Give me some sassy Santa on your lap. 
awful long ride So let me make this kiss I You need a man on the side You want me naughty I feel like it should be like a Target ad, or you know, you've got kids playing. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the lyrics are dirty. You're talking about video. sacks we, and uh, you know all that stuff. Santa's sack. We had a video. Tom did his part. I, I just promised him this morning I will do it, and I don't know when, but that video will be made, and that will, video will also be something fun for 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 everybody to to watch and enjoy. I'm going to share one of my first memories of of Tom and see if your collaborators relate to this. We met at an event and you're super friendly and fun. We had coffee and you were like, let's do something together. Like it was, and the next, and two days later we were making a short film. Like it was that fast. He just dives in, right? Is that, was that, is that your experience with him? Like he has faith in people and he's like, just goes for it. That's, that's kind of how it actually happened for this. Actually, the funny thing about put that ass in Christmas is I've been producing music you know, during pandemic a lot. And Tom was just in San Francisco on tour. Um, the three of them were, um, and I went and saw my hotel, Utah. And I was like, Hey, can I share some music with you? Like, let's exchange information. He's so generous to like take time to listen to the tracks that I'm sending him. He's like, Oh, this is great. You know, give me feedback. And then one day he's like, Oh, by the way, do you have a rap? I'm like, not really. He's like, do you want to rap on this Christmas track? Right. I'm like, I mean, I have before and I'm, yeah, why not? Yeah. <laughs> and the next thing you know, you're doing it. Like, that's the thing. And it just happens fast, right? That, that, that's the cool about being an independent artist. You don't need to wait for anything. You just go <laughs> and do it. Yeah. There's no, your yeah. people are going to call my people because you're the people. There are no people. It's just you guys. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> so Keith, and so what was it like to do your rap part on uh, Put This Ass in Christmas? Put That Ass in Christmas. Um, so this is Mick right here. Say hi, Mick. Hi, Mick. Hi, Mick. I, I had hey, to Mick. run. Um, by the way, Dennis, Mick is one of your fans from Holiday. We watch it, like I said, four times a year um, for every gay holiday. I love it. Um, but... The uh, I had to run my lyrics past Mick. I was like, "Is this something?" He's like, "Eh, maybe, maybe not." Mm, interesting, um, tough customer. I, yeah, very tough customer. So I literally was like, "Um, let me listen to it over and over again and write down some stuff and blah blah blah." And um, thank you for believing in me, Tom. Um, of course, because I wasn't sure that I had what it took to put my ass in Christmas. <laughs> I love it. I, 
I always knew you had what it took, and I was like, I if I know someone who likes a big fat ass, it's Keith Lawrence. And if there's anybody, <laughs> if there's anybody out there that's going to speak that truth to the world, I know Keith will represent that. You don't know my life, right? <laughs> Keith, do you have a favorite line that you wrote at the very end of the rhyme? Yeah, it says, "Don't forget rule number one: get it all in my beard." Wow, we could take that in so many ways. Is it eggnog? I don't know. Maybe it's something else. The final song on Big Fat Gay Ass Christmas is Ho Ho Homo featuring Liz DeRoche. It's so pretty. First of all, you hear it and it's so pretty. And then you start listening to the words and you're like, oh, this is horny too. This is horny too. So Tom and Liz, Tom, why don't you start? What was the inspiration for this song? What was your, 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 what were you going for? I just thought, you know, I was I was sitting around with my husband talking about um, puns, Christmas puns, and there was, I have a whole list of them, but one of them was Ho Ho Homo, and I was like, oh, I really like that. And I had, had this show at Hotel Cafe, uh, this showcase. I was there. And after, no, it was Different another one. show. So it's like this, this little showcase, I played like two or three songs. Oh, right on. And... <clears throat> And after the show, there was this artist, her name's Lenny, and we were talking afterwards because she was great. And she was like, oh, you're great. And I was like, oh, you're great, you know. And uh, she was like, oh, I just did this this um, instrument pack on Slice. Slice, you should check it out. And this was a day the day after I started, and I had just written Sassy Santa. And uh, um, I was like, cool. And I went and checked it out, and there was that piano line in there. And I was like, oh, shit. And then that song just came out and I want, you know, in a way it's kind of like an evolution of, of 2017's gay Christmas where it's like, yeah, I'm creating, I'm creating uh, my own chosen family in this moment, but it doesn't have to be sad. It can be really joyful and we can make all these things uh, really, really fun. And, and even it's funny you say it's horny. Like I, I don't know if I'd consider it horny, but there's definitely sex that's happening. And to me, there's something so beautiful and sweet about, making love and that's an important thing in my life as well so so yeah i t- i, I instagram her because you know i wrote it i wrote it the next day and then i instagrammed her and i was like oh i found your pack and sorry <laughs> i can't wait to hear what this is what comes out of this and also i apologize <laughs> so uh but she loved it she loved it she loved it um but i always knew that i, I it needed more like i knew i wanted this to be like like um, the Carol of the Bells kind yeah. of thing, like 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 Christmas Carol. Like, da, 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 da. There's like a million voices going on at the same time, and kind of turns into a really sweet Christmas Carol. And there's, you know, for for me, Liz is always going to be the first person that I call because, I, you know, I love everything that she does, and because he's so horny for my brain, because <laughs> I'm so horny for her brain. <laughs> and I feel like in some ways, like. It was the last thing we had played a show in Florida. And then the next day I, I booked a studio for a couple hours just to get, to get um, these vocals in. And we both went into the studio and, and she sang all her parts. And, um, and there's a, there's a very end of it where she's like, she's like emoting a ho- homo over and over <laughs> and over again. Like she's in church or something like that. And it just was like, I was like, Oh yeah, we finished this record. It was like that moment that it needed where it was like, this is pure. Like, uh, the homosexuality is pure and beautiful. And yes, there's horniness. And yes, there's ass and beards. And yes, there's all of these crazy things. But the truth of the matter is, is this is all coming from our hearts. When he approached you with this, what, what appealed to you about it? And what was fun about working on it? I thought it was hilarious. And I thought that we need more gay songs, period. Just we need more celebration. We need more love. We need more, more, more. 
So like whatever I can do to push it, I am so always ready, always down. Candy cane and mistletoe Garland glitter, silver bowl Smell of ginger in the wind Kiss of eggnog on your skin It is all I've ever wanted To be loved like Farrah Fawcett So take my hand and let's begin The gayest Christmas ever lived than most do But you and me are about to Charm Christmas up like we're born to talks about the gayest Christmas ever lived. Yes. And I love that message. Talk to me about the Farrah Fawcett reference, because when I heard that, it just, it made me smile because Farrah represents something more than just a famous person. Like she was sort of the prettiest, the sunniest. She was California. Um, So I wanted something that rhymed with wanted. <laughs> <laughs> and Jacqueline Smith just didn't cut it. Kate Johnson didn't like, cut it. And I, and I was thinking, and I was just thinking like, oh, you know, it'd be really funny as if I was, uh, it is all I've ever wanted to be loved like. And I was like, it'd be really funny if I got a gay icon, like I snuck a gay icon in there. Yeah. And I'm, I'm a pretty bad, um, homosexual in a lot of ways i've gotten my gay card like like three times a week someone's like i'm taking your gay card and i'm like sorry i know um, like sometimes we'll go to movies together and i and you're like wait what were they in before and i'm like steal magnolias or whatever (laughs) it's It's so this is is, part of your charm is the point this is what i did dennis i was like hello google 
What are gay icons? <laughs> wow. Um, gay this is icons the worst like, answer. This is the worst answer. And I was like, oh, Farrah Fawcett. Oh, yeah. she's really great. And and I can make that rhyme. Yeah. Um, and people will think that's funny. Yes. So that's that's how I did it. Well, you and Google nailed it. That's the perfect choice. Thank you. Thank and you. I, I just love the whole thing. I love how different the songs are from each other. They all have little special lyrical surprises. And they are all catchy and fun, and they just make you feel warm and fuzzy. So congrats to all of y'all. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. And Mike, Tom's husband, since you're here in the mix, do you have a favorite track yes. on um, Big Fat Gay Ass Christmas? I think I like Sassy Santa. Yeah, you really can't get it out of your head. Okay, so we're going to play a fun little game of You Don't Know My Life. And it's inspired by the album that you guys have created, the EP. I keep calling it an album. Can I just call it an album? You can call it whatever you want. Yeah. I don't even know what it is. Yeah. It's a it's a it's a four song uh Christmas miracle, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, I like okay. that. I like that. Okay. Call it the Christmas the gay the gay Christmas miracle. Okay, so here is <laughs> the question that we're all gonna be answering. A movie called Ho Ho Homo is made based on an incident from your life. What happens in it? <laughs> all right, the answers are starting to come in. Okay, all of the answers are in, and now we're going to present them. I'm going to remind everybody of the question. A movie called Ho Ho Homo is made based on an incident from your life. What happens in this movie? Here's the first answer. Winning a pucker and porn gift basket at a holiday raffle. Perhaps the gayest gift ever. Okay, and now what happens, see that um, long horizontal square there? We as a collective come up with what we call the hashtag. It's just a cute little headline for it. Um, Pucker up. Something like that. Just something to help us yeah. refer to it. Great. All right. At Christmas time, I got into a car with a sexy stranger I met in a bar in Florence, Italy. He didn't speak any English, but he was cute. I ended up where I didn't want to be. Dot, Ooh. dot, dot. Ooh, a mystery. Um... Florence Nightingale. <laughs> Florence Nightingale. <laughs> yes! Because it, it's night, it's gay, and it's Florence. Oh, yeah. man. Yeah. Uh, Who, uh, I think fantastic. somebody wins a prize for that. Okay, next up. That's really good. When the three gay hoes come home for Christmas and get into all kinds of naughty situations, <laughs> they came for the nog and stayed for the knob. Oh, wow. Tom, I think we just wrote your whole next album. Of I, I think so. Yeah. All right. Egg knob. Egg knob? Egg knob, that's funny. I like egg knob. All right, interesting. I'm intrigued. <laughs> like... All right, next up. <laughs> a friend dared me to take a pick for Santa hat day, and I bought myself a Santa hat. As I began to take pictures, things got heated up, and I ended up naked on the sofa, unaware my neighbors from across the street were watching the whole thing, possibly since the beginning. Oh, man. Wow. I mean, Santa Slay. Santa Slay. We're going to do that. I feel like that's what's up. All right. Next up. I was missing my boyfriend so much, I flew home across the country three days early from my holiday vacation. He met me at the airport with a gift, the same gift I had gotten him. Wow, what that's so loser. sweet. I know. Oh. It's not even dirty, really. That's be called aww. Uh, let's call that one aww. Uh. Okay, and your final answer, the final story is, 
running into a musical clergy colleague at the bathhouse after my Christmas Eve gig. <gasps> Scandal. Yeah. Oh, man. Musical clergy colleague. How about Bless Me Daddy? So we've got our answers. We've got our hashtags. Um, Tom Goss, you've played this game before, so why don't we let Benjamin start the guessing? We're going to start with you, okay. Benjamin. And how the guessing works is you pick any of the hashtags, and then you say who you think it is. So you might say, I think Pucker Up is Tom, or I think Aw is Liz. I don't know why, but Egg Knob sounds like Tom. You think Egg Knob sounds like Tom? <laughs> Benjamin, yeah. you do not know my life. That is wrong, right? Mm -hmm. So that is the end of Benjamin's turn, and it goes to Liz. I'd like to go Santa Slay for Tom. Tom, is that you? Wow. You guys think I am very, very dirty, don't you? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Liz. You do not know my life. Tom did not pose nude with the Santa hat, but I do want to do a sidebar. Tom, you do do your calendar every year. That's very fun. Great, sexy photos of you. Is Thank it you. too late for people to buy theirs? Because I pre-ordered mine. Is no, it there's a, there's a, I, I always order a couple extra. There's not many. There's probably like 10. Right on. Um, and you can go to TomGuspMusic.com and go to my shop and pick that up. Right. I picked I picked a new picture for Liz in the calendar, and she doesn't know what it looks like yet. Um, <laughs> I can't wait till she gets it. What? I know. Because I put you in your birthday. I know. You better not have done that one. Oh. Hashtag full frontal. <laughs> Hashtag full frontal. No. That would have been a good full frontal. Okay, Liz, you missed that. So we're going to go on to Mike. Oh. Mike, you get to guess. Well, I have an unfair advantage with one of them, so I will guess that Santa Slay is Benjamin. Benjamin, are you Santa Slay? Yes. <laughs> yeah, that was Benjamin, Benjamin all the way. <laughs> so when something is guessed correctly, we like to find out a little more about it. So what is Santa Hat Day? Is that like a special occasion? Yeah, well, I, I didn't know about it. It was my first, uh, the first time I got a positive vibe about Christmas. Right. It was around uh, 2015. Uh, or so, or yeah, I think it was 2015, and a friend uh, on Instagram uh, started this this trend of Santa Hat Day. It was right. going to be like 15 of December. I don't know the, the day. There's, it's always the same day. So the the, the point was to uh, get yourself a hat and yeah. take pictures and and post the picture. It was not a contest. Just put yeah. the picture with the hat and, and use Santa Hat Day. Just a fun uh, thing. 2000. Yeah, so I, I lived on a on a fourth floor in Madrid, and and I had another building in front of me, and on the building in front of me there were uh, a group of chasers living that were very happy in the summer, <laughs> looking at my balcony. Yeah. So uh, it was December. I didn't have much light, so I opened, and I didn't think that there was anybody looking. It was like I don't know. 11 in the morning, and I began to take pictures, and one thing led to another, and all of a sudden, I'm like, clack, and I'm looking, and they were like this on the balcony. <laughs> With their arms folded, watching, like, just like, this is a show. Yeah, like, hello. I'm like, fuck. And I did a reverence and closed the curtains. Oh, my gosh. Fuck. Never... I was sleep for a week, not going out. <laughs> <laughs> were they adults? Like, who were these yeah, yeah. adults? No, they, yeah, they were chasers. They were gay. Oh, yeah, yeah right yeah. on. They were chasers? <laughs> All right. Oh, when you said chasers, so I got problem? you. What's the problem? Yeah, it's a win-win. Everyone's, right? 
I was like, fuck. I know. It is kind of embarrassing, though, when you think you're on your own and you're not. All right. Mike, you did very well on that one. So we're going we're gonna to give you a point for that, and we're going to go to Keith now. You get to guess next. Pick any hashtag and who you think it is. Okay. Hashtag all, I think that's Tom. I agree. Uh, Tom, are you the yeah. boyfriend in the gift? Yes! Keith, you know my life. Oh. You know my life. Oh, what? Oh, that's sweet. Get out of my head, Keith. I know, right? So, Tom, I know. what's the yeah. story? Nothing. It was. I met Mike uh, December sixth. So, in five days, it'll be um, it'll be our seventeenth uh, first date anniversary. Seventeen years. Oh. And uh, we <laughs> dated for a couple of weeks, and then we immediately went on Christmas vacation, and you know. I was falling in love and it was beautiful and it was wonderful. And I had come out to Los Angeles to hang out with some friends and, and then go down to Mexico with another friend. And all I could think about the whole time was Mike. And so I changed my flight. I didn't have any money. So I spent all of my money, you know, on my change fees and I flew home and he, he, he picked me up at uh, BWI Baltimore, Washington international. And we both had bought each other's, stuffed animals which we still have to this day uh pete and whiskey we named the pete whiskey and you know we talk about them all the time they're our family i love that you both had the same impulse to buy um stuffed animals do they are they a good match set are they about the same size yeah it's a woolly mammoth and a penguin they live in the same like world yeah yeah, they're not. They're not. They're not to scale. <laughs> <laughs> they are the same size. Well, the penguins kind of to scale. Yeah, I think it was kind of to scale. Yeah, and uh, next year they'll be turning eighteen, so they can move out on their own. I love it, oh. <laughs> Mike. Do you remember the story exactly the same way, or what was your oh, yeah, take on it? Much, yeah, very much the same way. I was kind of embarrassed for having gotten him a stuffed animal because it seemed like this a dorky romantic gift for somebody i hadn't known that long but uh that's why i was so thrilled when he did the same <laughs> oh that's so fun please write a song called is it pete and whiskey what's it what is it pete and whiskey, yeah yeah maybe there's a song there they came to our wedding with the other stuffed animals we put them all in a box labeled the kids <laughs> oh, i love it all right keith you got a point for that so uh we're gonna go on i get to make a guess now um yeah i think pucker up might be liz the pucker in porn is that you liz you do not know my life. Ooh, okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Ooh. Tom Goss, you get to guess. Well, <clears throat> I'm a torn because I'm very competitive. And so I really want a point. Um, <laughs> yes. But I also know which one's Mike. No cheating. No cheating. So I, I'm like, do I want to guess or do I want to cheat? And I feel like I want to cheat because I want the point really badly. No, and no one knows you're cheating. So I would like to say that pucker up. Is Mike. Mike, are you pucker up? Disqualified cheating. <laughs> but I know your life. Why would yes. I be cheating if okay. I know your life? Tom That's does, the whole Tom point. Know my life. That's All right. That's the whole point. So, Mike, you won this gift basket. So, what's what's this biscuit? What's in it? You know, pucker is this decoipers stuff. It's like this terrible, like sour mix. You yeah. Can, like have some apple and stuff. Um, and we were at this uh, Christmas fundraiser for this group called Brother Help Thyself in Baltimore, and they had like. Lottery gift baskets, and um, it was a wicker basket full of bottles of pucker and like terrible '80s porn DVDs. <laughs> you know, you're a winner, that's though. That's um, open a gift basket of shame and regret. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I know, but I bet you I have half those movies still somewhere on a VHS. <laughs> um, yeah. Bet you're in half those. Movies. You use them as inspiration, right, Dennis? Yeah, I do. Hey, music, music people. 
gay music people. There was a, a genre of 80s films that had really, like, theme songs, like Spring Break. Do you guys remember this? Like, it was yes. our spring break. Like, you could, like they were, like, theme songs <laughs> from porn. The it was porn? the best. Yes. Oh. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. Thank you, yeah. Benjamin. Back me up. You know what I'm talking about. It was, mm-hmm. yeah. So Yeah, because, you know, that, that's very interesting. Uh, this is... Well, it's because of musicology. There, there are very interesting uh, soundtracks on, on the um, porn of, of the 70s and, and the 80s, but it's because uh, many musicians from the disco era, and uh, uh, for example, even Harold Feltelmeyer, he did uh, uh, soundtracks. So th- there was like a game trying to hunt who did what. And uh, there were names uh, there. It was a very cheap job, a very quick job. It's like I, I did I did ADR for a long time for movies, you know, like voiceovers. And uh, one of the cheap uh, works was was to translate porn movies to to dub them. And the music, I, I started to 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 get into that world because of the, the, the at the studio we had many movies and, yeah. and and I I started listening to the music and guessing and I found some 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 very interesting pieces that I used later on on as inspiration for for things. But I love that idea that established musicians would would work in that world because they were gigs. Yeah. Have, have in mind that, that disco music was not uh, uh, like mainstream until very late, and yeah. when it got mainstream, it was appropriated again by by straight uh, producers and straight musicians. But right. the gay musicians, there were they needed to work, yeah. so it was an uh, easy job, and, and it was paid uh, not bad. It was like uh, to my recall, it was like five hundred dollars uh, uh, a soundtrack that meant you know a loop for yeah maybe three loops for for wow. one hour it, it was around that and i for example i did one of those but for a tv series that was very known quantum leap oh yeah you did quantum leap yes i did i did a, a little uh, you know background uh, music for for that and, and they paid me like that they paid me like 500 600 dollars back okay. then Right on, a little Scott Bakula action. All right, Tom Bosch, oh, you got so your guess right because you may have known your husband. Um, yeah. Benjamin, you get to guess again. You're looking for me, me, Liz, or Keith. Yeah, you get to guess. Well, then, then I'm going to say eggnog. Sorry, it's Liz. Liz, are you eggnog? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Liz. Liz. It's nothing's true about it. Nothing's at true all. about it, but you know what? It's charming. It's very charming. It was gonna be. It was yeah. gonna be about elves and Santa, and it was yeah. gonna be very naughty. But then I didn't understand this game. Yeah, that's all right. So. That's good though. <laughs> But it's a good story. I think it could make a good movie. Thank you. Thank make you. a really I good agree. porn. Yeah. And then you could do the theme song for it. Okay, Liz, you get to guess. It's it's me and Keith are still left. One uh, was in Italy and one saw okay. a musical clergy colleague. Okay, I think I think Keith is Bless Me Daddy. Keith, are you Bless Me Daddy? Oh, Keith, that is you. What's the story? It's so juicy that I really want to share the actual parts of it but i can't because it in so i play at a really well-known um uh there's a service here at this really well-known church and the music the previous music director um worked with some really big names including someone who worked on 
part of a soundtrack for a movie with Leonardo DiCaprio on a boat, right? Right. Okay. All right. So I'm, I'm trying to, I'm, sure. I'm trying to explain the story without incriminating anybody. Gotcha. Um, <laughs> so we had, we, one of the musicians, um, I was a soloist and this other musician was a soloist as well as the music director. Um, and we, I didn't think that, I thought I was the only gay. So, of course, I'm like, you know, I don't usually make Christmas plans because I'm a musician. So I'm always playing on Christmas Eve or on Christmas Day. So it's pointless. Christmas to me is like I celebrate Christmas either three days before or six days after. And on the way home, I was like, you know, I have not had any holiday sex so I thought I would just pop by the bathhouse on my way because the bathhouse is on my way home. Ho, 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 ho. Yes, ho, 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 um, ho. Yes, from this church to my house. And I'm like, oh, they have a cute little hot tub. Yeah, right. So, um, yeah, I stopped there and running into the clergy um, colleague um, and the soloist from said, I can't say it's really funny if I did say, but I won't do that. Um, but anyway, it's an inside story that I had to come up with quick because I've never played this game and it was much more interesting in my head. <laughs> That's an amazing. Are time. you kidding? It sounds great. We're riveted. <laughs> How did they react when they saw you? So it's, well, the way that they ran into me was the funniest part. We were in the hot tub staring at the screen above the hot tub. Sure. Um, I, I was waiting for a more comfortable room um, and watching people, you know, just saunter past. And this person's, they didn't recognize me because I have long hair. So when I perform, oftentimes I either pull it back and it's, you know, slicked back. And so it's, but when I, you know, when I'm done, I let it out. And so I had already wet it. So it was long and it was down on my shoulders and they actually were like trying to, you know, do the, the, um, cousin, cousin it hand walk over to my, um, right buttock, um, underneath the waters of the hot tub. Wow. So they didn't know that it was you, <laughs> that it was the same guy. I didn't know. I didn't know it was them. And then we both, and then I, I wasn't actually facing him at first. So he saw me, but I didn't see him. And then, like, literally hand touched. And I was like, oh, oh. It was one of, one of those one of those moments, like, actually, I can't really describe it. Um, <laughs> well, you know, we've all run into our church friends at the bathhouse. I think everyone, it's a universal thing. If I could tell you the deepest part of the story that makes it so funny, I wish or could. But I'll just say this. That person, I don't believe they stayed much longer. I'm pretty sure that after I realized, I'm, I got out of the hot tub and did my, you know, my rounds and relaxed. Didn't see that person. Yeah. They might have sure. gotten the heck out of there for Christmas. They had Christmas mass in the morning. You can't be there all night. And when you're done recording, I'll tell you the real. Yes, I the, love the, it. The, the, the and it was Joe Biden. <laughs> um, my story is I one year I just decided to go to Italy for Christmas. And I was there over the week between. And I went out to this club one night. And I met this cute guy. And I just don't think we communicated at all. Like, because I didn't speak Italian and he didn't speak English. 
But somehow I ended up getting in a car with them. I don't know. It had that sort of like, I'm, when in Rome, I'm just going to, I'm going to be brave. I'm going to have an adventure, right? So we're driving and he's like, he has this idea of like a vision for what we're going to do. And maybe I'm going to go home with him. I don't know what, I don't know what possessed me. So we go to, the, and he drives to the red light district. And I think he wanted me to buy us both prostitutes for the night. <laughs> like that was, what? that was the end game. And I was like, no, no, I can't. And I just remember trying to get him to, like, leave that area and just take me back to my hotel. And I just thought, Lord, if I get back to my hotel, I'll never do anything naughty again. I'll be a good boy. Just please get me out. Because I didn't know what he was going to do. I was, and, yeah. And uh, so we did not end up – I did not end up buying anybody hookers, and I did make it back to my hotel. But it was one of those things where I was just like, yeah, I'm going to be brave and have an adventure. And, Yeah. So. And neither one of us got laid on Christmas. No, I'm right there. no, it's true. It's true. All right. Let's see if anybody got more than a point, but we're going to reveal the scores now with our game. Uh, and three, two, one, boom. Oh, it looks like a five-way tie for everybody got one point except me. And I think that's right because I'm the host. But you got your own. But yeah. you got your own. I got my own. I guess my own. We all tied. We're, it's, all, it's a universal Christmas of love. Um, you guys, thank you so much for doing this. I love this project that you worked on together. I love all your personalities. Your stories are so much fun. Um, before I let you go, I'm going to go around the, the group and just tell me one of your favorite things about Christmas. Liz, what do you love? Is there a food thing or a decoration thing or tradition you have? What do you love? Mm, I love, uh, Lessa. That's on my mom's side. Do you know what that is? No. It's a Swedish, Swedish pancake. You, it's really super thin, like a crepe, but even thinner. And yes. It's made of potatoes, and you put a little bit warmed butter and sugar and cinnamon, and it's like bonkers. It's good. I love it. All right, Keith, what do you love about Christmas? I love doing absolutely nothing on Christmas Day aside from watching movies or eating Chinese food. That's your Christmas. That's your thing. It's just... I'm usually with this one right here, and if I'm not, yeah, no, it's it's a day that I actually get. It's a it's an official day off. Yeah, Mike, what do you love about Christmas? Yeah. You know, I just love how everybody tries to be a little bit nicer to each other. I feel like there's this sense of like holiday spirit that infuses people as they just go about their day and stores and cetera. So I feel like there's that, that really like kind of magical sense of joy, which is around for a few days. Uh, and I like feeling that. I love it. Uh, Benjamin, what do you love? I, uh, I've learned to, to find amusing things about, about it. It's like, for example, the Santa hat and taking pictures and sharing the pictures and all that, but it's not, uh, I, I rather wait for January. I'm more a New Year's Eve guy. <laughs> I'd rather get with friends that day and celebrate the New yeah. Year. And uh, it's not, for me, it's always more a, a fight not to get depressed. You know? <laughs> it's like, because it's very, uh, I don't like to get into memories or, or whatnot. I'm always very like bubbly, but those, it's like, um, uh, it's like turning 40, you know, it's something society pushes you to yeah. accept and to go through that thing. And in Madrid, it was a nightmare because December, it was like a million people on the streets. It was crazy. Here, they would think is we don't notice anything, but this time we will be in Spain. So, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> All right, but now you, have, now you have four new bouncy songs that will always put a smile on your face. If, if no, 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 that, that, that's great. And I did a, a song myself last year about the 
our chosen family. It's not a, uh, it's more sad, but uh, in the end, I think we need to appropriate. They, you know, all the right guys appropriate our stuff. We need to appropriate a day of this, and we need to to turn this thing up and, and make it good for us. And one thing is music. That that's one one thing. Pictures maybe another thing, and you know, just take off all the negative stuff from it. I love it. What's the name of your song? Is it out there that people can listen to it? Yeah, it's uh, it's Christmas Eve. It's a song about our chosen family, about those who went away and 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 the things you have and simple things in life. I I love it. I can't wait to listen to it. Tom Goss, what do you love about Christmas? Snacks. Sna- that's your jam. <laughs> yes. I feel whatever. Like- You're always giving me crap about my snacks. No, you, you only because when I hang out with Liz, she Liz is Liz loves snacks. I love snacks, but I I get snacks and then I I I get snacks at other people's houses. So the thing about Christmas, you go to other people's houses and you get the snacks, but then you leave the snack situation. Liz Liz has snacks around all the time, so all I do is eat snacks when I'm around her. So it's a little, it becomes a little problematic. But I I generally love. Um, I love snacks. So I like snacks. Snacks are good. I have found that I've gotten more into Christmas in the last few years, more into decorating, more just warm and fuzzy around it. I'm not sure why. I don't know. Maybe it's age or something, but I'm kind of I'm kind of into You're it. Getting I'm getting, You're getting gayer. I'm getting gayer. I'm making candles for my friends and it's all I'm into Maybe it. making candles. That's that's fancy. Yeah, a friend of mine does it and I just horn in on his act and act like I do it. But um it's fun. <laughs> and people get candles. It's good. I'm into it. I'm into the fuzzy things and all of that. All right, I'm gonna let you guys go. Everyone needs to listen to Big, oh, wait, I have to write it down because there's five words. Big, fat, big, fat, gay, fat, ass, gay Christmas. ass Christmas. I didn't want to forget the ass. Yeah. I always want to forget it, but you can't forget I the just ass. Did, I just did Derek and Romaine, and they were like, big, fat, ass, big, fat, ass Christmas. Right. They, were forgetting, <laughs> they were forgetting the gay part. And yeah. I was like, you're missing a, a very key component of this. Yeah. Seriously. <laughs> um, all right, and before I let you go, Tom Goss, I admire you so much because you make fun stuff, but there's always meaning to it. And I just saw you posted like your video, Son of a Preacher Man, has gotten how many, like gazillions of views on YouTube? Like it. it I think it's five million something now. Five million views. And it tells a story that's important. And your stuff is always about something and it's always super fun. So. Tom, how can people listen to this? Uh, is it on all the platforms? How do they find it's it? On all the, it's on all the digital streaming platforms. So if you just search Big Fat Gay Ass Christmas, you'll find it. Or if you search Tom Goss, it'll be the very first release. Keep doing what you're doing, all of you guys, and have a happy holiday. Thanks for diving in and trying something crazy. Thanks, Dennis. Bye. Thanks again to Tom Goss for creating that fun music and letting us have this listening party. And thanks again to Benjamin and Keith and Liz and Mike for joining us for the party and playing the game. So this happened. Well, nothing much has happened because I had COVID. Um, But I will tell you, today, right before I recorded these intros and outros, is the first time I had no line on my COVID test. No tea. No tea for me. No tea, no shade. Which is good. So it means I'm getting better, even though I still feel uh, not the greatest. But... Um, when you are out of circulation, you have a little time to reflect. And one thing I notice is that people are at parties and you're like, how are you at parties? But, you know, that's just my own clouded uh, COVID vision. But the other thing I've noticed is that so many of the people that I've gotten to talk to this year for the podcast, I see what they're up to and I follow them on social and they're traveling or they're doing appearances or they've got something else going on. And I'm like, oh, 
I'm so grateful for all the conversations I got to have this year, all the people that I met, all the people that I stalked, and like I, I want to talk to you, and now I feel like I know them a little bit, and I get to kind of see what they're up to, and um, I don't know, it just made the world a little bit smaller this year. I hope that listening to it has had a positive effect on everyone listening. So thank you. Thank you for listening. Uh, thank you for supporting this year. I'm excited to see what next year brings. And wherever you're listening, I hope you have a wonderful holiday season. Before I let you go, I want to give a shout-out to AJ Souza for mixing the episodes. And he's been so flexible with these, you know, last few weeks of, of crazy scheduling and stuff. And so I appreciate that. Thanks also to JB Bercy for his additional technical support. My theme music is by Mark Daniels for placement music. We'll catch you next year on Dennis Anyone. Bye. <laughs>